Welcome to Invested in Our New Reality, a podcast featuring Ottawa's business leaders and entrepreneurs sharing observations about the challenges and opportunities they faced during these unprecedented times. My name is Siobhan Hassel-McIntosh. I'm an Invest Ottawa board member and the founder of SHM Consulting, a diversity, equity, and inclusion firm. And I'm really glad to have you with us as we explore the path forward for business and industry at this transformative point in history. So let's get started. COVID has affected many things, including our relationship to food. We've seen this play out in multiple ways, from supply chain disruptions, to long grocery store lines, to restaurants closed by lockdowns, to booming delivery apps, to food banks handling a surge in demand. Today, we're talking to someone whose company is taking an innovative approach to this essential part of our lives. Alita Burke is the co-founder of Brochure, which sells plug-and-play hydroponic systems that grow fresh produce year-round in any climate, with a focus on schools, universities, nonprofits, and Northern and Indigenous communities. Alita, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Okay, so Alita, tell us more about Grocer. What inspired you to start this company? Yeah, so Grocer started back about five years ago now. Uh, my business partner and I met at the University of Ottawa in the Telford School of Management. And what brought us together was uh, learning more about social entrepreneurship. So focusing on entrepreneurship, but with the triple bottom line uh, in mind. And I think that's something that really, really spoke to us and uh, was the genesis for what we started. So um, we started learning a little bit more about food insecurity and the challenges that uh, we have right here at home. And it spurred us to want to try and do something about it and learn more about hydroponics and the different tech that's available uh, nowadays. And uh, that's, that's where it all got started. But I think at the core was that you know, we were really purpose-driven and that was really what sparked where we started. I love that. And, and we talked about it a little bit in the intro, but you focus on schools, universities, nonprofits, and Northern and Indigenous communities. So tell us a little bit more about why you focus on these specific areas. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'll start maybe with giving a little sense of our technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so our main product is the containerized growing system. So you can imagine like a large shipping container or purpose-built structure uh, that we retrofit with hydroponic technology inside, which is growing food without soil. And so while that's really important and a lot of the focus at the start is to be able to have a local growing opportunity with the people that we work with and in the communities that we work with, what's really interesting with, with us is that it's not just about the growing. So with all of these different verticals, they usually have some other purpose that they're looking to, to have with their farm. So we'll give it with schools and universities, for example, there. It's usually to have a hands-on learning opportunity for students to learn about a new way of growing uh, or to have uh, student jobs on campus, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Northern and Indigenous communities, of course, it's a lot of being able to have local growing where maybe growing year-round is not possible, uh, but also to have local capacity opportunities and and local tech um, is also usually top of mind. So it's really interesting because each one of our projects is unique. They're not one size fits all because there's usually other 
uh, problems that they're looking to solve. So it's really interesting to see the food at the core, but then also the different other aspects associated with it. And I think that's what we can maybe talk about with food in general, I think really brings us all together and it's kind of a focal point uh, with the community. Yeah. And I want to just focus on that point a little bit, talking about, you know, Grocer allows local communities to have control of their food supply. That's been a part of the media interest around Grocer. So why is a local community having control of their food supply so important? Great question. I think, I'm not sure about you, but for me, even just in the last year and a half with COVID, I think it's really put put a lens on how fragile food supply can be, especially, uh, you know, extreme example, but, you know, toilet paper, for example, at the beginning <laughs> of the pandemic, you would never expect it. And, you know, that was here in Ottawa where we're pretty connected. You go to, you know, a lot of remote Indigenous communities or just communities that aren't uh, as Southern as we are, and that starts to get even worse when you're at the very end of that supply chain. And, you know, I think that is really why food sovereignty is the really the, the the focus of what we do, because there's a few tenants, but I think the one major one is that it localizes food systems. So it's talking about having those local options so that you don't have to rely on food supply outside of where you live. It puts control back to, with, with the community. So you're able to make decisions locally and have some of that control there and you know, with, with what we do, it's, it's a complementary option. So it's not, you know, food insecurity is a very complicated issue, but at least it has provides another option uh, for, for being able to grow, grow veggies locally. Mm -hmm. Um, And then building knowledge and skills, right. Building those, those opportunities to to diversify and have that available, um, you know, let's say right, right next to to where you live or whatever it, it might be. I think are, are really important is just really been exemplified over the last little while with COVID uh, in particular. I love that, you know, creating more equitable access to nutritious foods. Like you said, you know, it's not just one solution that's going to address food scarcity, but mm-hmm. it's definitely an important step that we can take. And I love that it's paired with education because education and knowledge is so powerful, especially when that education and knowledge can get passed through communities. Oh, for sure. Uh, totally agree. So Grocer has experienced a lot of growth recently. In fact, you secured an exclusive partnership with Chartballs, which is really exciting. Uh, Canada's largest supplier of food services to colleges and universities. And you also appeared on CBC's Dragon's Den. What's your plan? This is a big question, but what's your plan for the next five years? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I think it's definitely changed uh, uh, since the start of COVID. I'm sure, with as with many businesses, kind of threw a wrench in 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 all of our plans. But I think what has been fortunate enough over the last little while is that it's allowed us to take a step back and really think about that five year plan and and where we want to head. And so I think it's a few things. One, it's really deepening our presence in with those key communities and, and, and areas, groups, I should say, that, that we currently work with and, and deepen our, our presence uh, in, those, in those areas. So really focusing on growing within Canada and then eventually internationally as well. I think that's definitely a, a big one there. And then the other one is really focusing on diversifying our, our product offering and continuing to invest in our, our research and development. I think indoor farming um, 
you might see more and more popping up, even in particular over the last maybe two to three years or so. So I think uh, technology is making such rapid advancements in this area that I think we're just hitting our stride and, and finding that great intersection between the the technology and where it might be, where it might be best used or utilized. So I think those are the two main ones, but, you know, I think we will definitely make a few uh, left and right turns along the way. So I don't want to count the chickens, so to speak. (laughs) I know. And that's like, definitely, you know, I talked to you about, or asked you about your five-year business plan. Like you just said, COVID has demonstrated how easily plans can be disrupted so I have another question for you, which is what has Grocer learned from the pandemic and how will what you learned influence the business moving forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely been a learning opportunity for sure. I think at the beginning of the pandemic, it was uh, a lot of, I guess, needing to be staying agile mm-hmm. and really making adjustments on the fly, not necessarily knowing what the next couple of months will bring. So that was definitely tough, but gave us a good understanding of making decisions uh, when when you don't have all of the, I guess, pieces uh, of the pie in front of you, uh, but still needing to make them nonetheless. So really staying agile and, and getting good at making the best decisions that, that you can with the information available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it also really showed, and it's one of the tenants, I guess, at Grocer was well, A, the, the purpose-driven mission with what we're doing, but also, you know, the community aspect. And so I think the strong support system and the partnerships, it showed how important those were and still are in terms of building the foundation and also getting the help when you need it when things are not going your way or are, you know, having challenges that that were unforeseen, so to speak. So I think those were the, the two big ones. And you know, now we can add that also to the risk mitigation strategy and, and making sure that all of that is uh, ready to go even when you least expect it. So I think those were the three big ones, but uh, I'm still learning. And I think it's it's definitely been a very interesting learning opportunity over the last uh, almost two years. Amazing. And I have one more question. It's a bonus question. So <laughs> let me know if you, you, you mentioned really early on in the podcast that the technology allows you to grow without soil. And I was just mm-hmm. like, huh, that is so interesting. So I just wanted to know if you can like give the listeners or give me a little bit of a like understanding of like how that's possible. Yeah, for sure. So hydroponics at its core, there's a variety of different ways that, or I guess techniques that you can use. But ultimately what happens is you're growing plants at least in our system, we use a deep water culture. So you can imagine almost like little ponds uh, where the plants are growing on rafts that are suspended in the water. And so the the nutrients are flown through the water for the plants to take up, but uh, there's not necessarily any soil, at least in, in the hydroponics that we're doing. So it allows the plants to be very efficient uh, in, in terms of taking up the nutrients that they need, as well as the water, of course. And then the light source are LED lights. So there's no natural sunlight that are in our containers because we grow in as north as Nunavut, and, uh, but also as south as you know, Kelowna, uh, for example. So yeah, it, it uh, is really a fully enclosed environment and uh, makes it really, really efficient to be able to grow different types of plants. And so what we focus on are veggies, so leafy greens, herbs, things of that nature. 
uh, because they can grow much more quickly in this type of environment and use fewer pesticides and things like that than, than what you might have in, in a more traditional soil growing environment. Um, but hopefully that gives a good yeah. uh, description, sometimes easier to see visually, but uh, hope we gave a good uh, description there. For sure. And if people wanted to find more information about Grocer, where can they check you out? Yeah, uh, you can find us across social media at Grocer, G-R-O-W-C-E-R, and the website is thegrocer.ca. Amazing. Alita, I have really appreciated the opportunity to talk to you today and to learn more about the way that Grocer is helping communities rethink and rebuild their local food supply. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And I also want to thank our wonderful listeners for tuning into this episode of Invested in Our New Reality. We're always glad to have you with us as we chat with innovative business leaders and entrepreneurs. And we hope you'll keep joining us for those conversations. For now, though, I'm Siobhan Haskell-McIntosh. Stay strong, stay healthy, and stay safe.